everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because we cannot do it without God. We cannot do it without His Word to give us guidance in our everyday life and to help us out and just to walk with Him. Today, we have on my special friend, Allie Hill. Hey, Allie. Hello. Hey, so Allie, you are awesome, and you are going to be our trainer here on Broadcast is Love, our personal trainer. Okay, so we're talking about fitness, <laughs> and over the last few weeks, we've been talking about bettering women from God's Word, and so today we're focused on our physical fitness, and Allie, how long have you been working with people on their fitness and their physical health? I have been a personal trainer for, I guess a personal trainer for about eight years, um, but I started teaching group exercise when I was 18. So I've um, been doing this for 12 years, just kind of doing the whole fitness thing. So um, yeah, I started with group exercise when I was 18 and then got into personal training a few years later. Um, just really love all things fitness. I know okay. that kind of makes me a little crazy sometimes, according to some people, but no, I just love it. <laughs> no, I love it. So when you say group exercise, are you talking about Zumba classes? Were you teaching Zumba? Like, were you shaking it? Is that, is that what you Oh my doing? gosh, girl. How did you guess? That is how I started. Um, I taught Zumba for like four years and I taught, um, I started with Zumba. So that was my first ever certification. And then I got aqua zumba yeah i got zumba toning um oh my gosh those were the days and i'm really not a very good dancer at all i like my zumba classes were more like fitness dance <laughs> we're gonna oh. do squats to the beat of music <laughs> but i mean that's that's working out you know you got the beat yeah. going you're going boom 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 and you got to keep the stamina yeah. you got to keep going you can't quit so oh yeah. man that's so awesome well it was so fun we'd be so sweaty doing those dances it was oh it was a really fun time yeah well what really attracted you to start doing group exercise and personal training, what, what attracted you to it and what kept you in it? Um, that's a great question. So I've always, I mean, I grew up in a pretty active home. We, we valued fitness and sports and exercise daily. And, um, so I just grew up doing that every day and seeing my parents do it every day. And, um, I just really liked it. I mean, it's really fun. It has a, gives me an endorphin release. It puts me in a better mood. It helps me sleep better. Um, and it just has never really been something that's super daunting to me. Um, it's been something that I really just love to do. Um, so I was like, I'm going to do group exercise just as a, as a part-time job through college. Um, so that's how I kind of started it. And then I just really loved that. And I was like, man, if I could just do this as my job and you know, I have a, an accounting degree, Really? <laughs> I, like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I didn't and know so, that. Yeah, I do. And I clearly don't and, um, probably couldn't tell you <laughs> a credit from a debit, but <laughs> Um, no, you know all the things. You no. know, you're super smart. But oh, okay. that's so interesting. That's um, so crazy that God just shifted you like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, it hasn't always been the healthiest. I I, I think like it, healthy is in like mentally. I 
admittedly through my early teens and late twenties kind of idolized exercise and, um, was a bit obsessed with look fit and it wasn't me competing with other people. It's just me competing with myself, but not in a, not in the greatest way. Um, so the Lord has really like worked in me and I've grown in, in that. And, um, you know, I used to be kind of idolizing over looking, looking a certain way and I wanted to be the best or the fastest. I wanted to lift the most weight or I wanted to be the best at whatever I was into at the Mm -hmm. time. And, I mean, that's kind of my Enneagram three coming out, but right. Um, I mean, ditto. Yeah, I totally yeah. can relate. And I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate as well because I mean, we're bettering women from God's word. Like we're always trying to be better just as people in general. I hope we are at least. And one of those things is our physical well being. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of women right now who are listening can relate. So how did you get through that? Yeah, I I think it really started to shift when I became pregnant with my twins um, because I couldn't exercise when I was pregnant with them, and I've never not been able to exercise, and so um, it was it was really hard for me. And I but like my body was changing, and I couldn't run fast, I couldn't lift heavy weight, like I could not do these things that I was so accustomed to doing. Um, and it was then that I started to realize how unimportant being the best was or what I looked like. Um, those things were not important. I needed, I knew that I needed to be healthy for my family and because God has given me a gift of health and I want to steward that well. Um, but I kind of the, the verse in Philippians 3, 20 through 21, where it says our citizenship is in heaven and from it, we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ that will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. And honestly, like when I was pregnant with twins, it really felt like a lowly body. (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. You know? And, um, but I don't feel like that now, but at the same time, like we get to take these bodies and be with God eventually and have even a better body. So all that to say, like, I realized how unimportant looking fit and, being the best was, but how it was still important for me to take care of the body that my lowly body that I have on earth while keeping my thoughts on heavenly things. You know what I mean? Good. That's good. And share that scripture with us one more time, if you don't mind. Um, Philippians 3, 20 through 21, our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. Yes. And how do we, I'm just curious from that scripture, how do we, uh, how do we get a glorious body? Cause that's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get right to it. Okay. Sister. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, <laughs> What do you mean by that? Do you mean like, like, okay. <laughs> like all things. I want a glorious body, right? <laughs> you have a glorious body. We all oh, have okay. glorious bodies and okay, we're all, okay. you know, we're all built differently. And that's the thing. It's like, what is a glorious body? What do you mean by that? And probably God's idea of a glorious body is not us as women, our idea of a glorious body. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just kind of have to look at it as like, we're going to be intentional about our health. We're going to 
be intentional about doing daily exercise and about moving our bodies because that's what we were designed to do. Right. And be intentional about the things that we put in our bodies and things that we eat because that's our body is a gift from God and we want to steward that well, but it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to be intentional. Um, and I think that's how like our bodies, when we take care of them are designed to flourish. So when we take care of them, we're going to have that glorious body and it may not be, you know, the Instagram like body that you're, that a lot of us picture, right. Um, It's going to be a body that that can move and that can walk and run and lift things without hurting themselves and run for run with our kids and without getting out of breath and, um, you know, a body that feels good because we didn't eat a whole pizza or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Right. And I think one of the craziest things as you're talking, and this is what I'm thinking about, it talks about in Genesis one 27, where it says, so God created man in his own image. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. God created man in his own image. And I think with fitness and we want to be best and we want to, we want to do the exercise. I mean, some people do, I know some people don't want to, but I mean, some people (laughs) do want to do the exercise, but they want to see results. And you know, what do you tell people who want to make a change? They want to do something and they're ready to start. What would you tell them? Um, I would say it is all about consistency. It does not, it, you know, being healthy and getting results doesn't mean you have to be a slave to working out. It doesn't mean you have to completely change your diet. Um, but it does mean that you have to be more intentional about including daily movement. And it does mean you have to do a little bit of work and, and push yourself and sweat a little bit and get a little bit out of breath. Yes. If you want to see results. Um, and you know, when it comes to nutrition, that's, that's, that's hard for everybody because we have in our faces all day long, you know, just unhealthy options and easy options. And, um, marketers make it look so good and like, it's a good thing for us. Right. We have to really be intentional and think about it. Um, like look at the nutrition label. Is this going to be healthy for me? Um, one thing I like to always tell people is like when you're eating out or anytime you're putting food in your mouth, ask yourself, how could I make this just a little bit healthier? It doesn't have to be perfect, but how could I make it a little bit healthier? Um, like you're getting, a, you're at, I don't know, Culver's and you want to get a burger and fries. Okay. How could I make this a little bit healthier? I could (laughs) not eat the bun. Okay. But have, and eat half the fries. Okay. You know, so you're not like completely, um, taking those things away. You're not just like depriving yourself of the things that you like, but you're just being intentional about it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to eat just one of the buns. I'm going to eat the top of the bun and I'm going to eat half the fries. Okay. I love that. I'm not going to have the ice cream. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. We do have to mention that when we talk about Culver's because I would have slid that in in there. You know what I mean? It's like, I took the bun out. Okay, Allie. I took the bun. I can have the ice cream out. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I love that you keep going back to the word intentional, intentional. And I want to know what that looks like in daily life. uh, As far as we heard about food, what about exercise? So you're like, okay, we have to sweat a little bit. Let's talk to the person who is beginning wanting to be physically fit. Like I'm not, this is for the people 
who are out there and are just going to work every day and coming home and they're not putting exercise in their daily routine. So let's just start with that person. Like what, how do we begin today? Just beginner person. Okay. Um, you know, you really only have up to go, um, when you're, you know, when you're there. So going out for a walk on, you know, outside, like, but not just like a slow walk. You gotta, you gotta move your legs a little fast. You gotta Let's move go, your sister. Yes. Yeah. Like get breathless and you know, you don't have to know your heart rate. You don't have to look at those things. You can, um, but you can really just go off of how you feel, how you feel. So mm-hmm. let's say you've had a busy day at work. You come home, you know, you need to exercise. You get outside, you start going, you start walking, but you're like, yeah, I can definitely talk. I could talk about my whole day right now and, okay. you know, not need to take a breath. You're not where you need to be. You need oh, to get good. a little bit more breathless. Okay. Um, you should not be able to talk a full sentence, you know, just a few words here and there. Um, and I would say doing that for 12 to 20 minutes, three days a week, um, would be an ideal place to start. I mean, and then we can talk about adding strength training in, um, but you know, you don't want to add when you're just starting out, you don't want to add everything all at once. Like that can be really overwhelming for people. So, Oh, for sure. um, So just, you know, getting started with a walk slash jog three days a week, 12 to 12 to 20 minutes where you're getting breathless, start that three days a week. And then we can start adding in strength training where we're, you know, you don't even need dumbbells. Dumbbells are great and, and they can push you and, you know, lifting heavier things is where, you know, real change starts to happen. But if you're just starting out, like all you need is your body. Um, some squats, some push-ups, some planks, um, just simple exercises to to start that strength foundation um, right. will really, really go a long way. And then, and then we start to add on top of that. Um, I mean, I run a, a virtual wellness group that we it's like online workout videos, and there are thousands okay. and thousands, thousands of workout videos um, that you can click, and somebody can tell you what to do. And there's beginner to advanced. So, I mean, if if somebody is listening and really doesn't even know where to start, like even going out and for a jog sounds daunting to them. They're afraid they're going to hurt themselves or whatever. They yeah. don't even know how. They don't know how to do a squat. Um, you know, that would be a great place to start, and I'd be glad to talk to somebody about that. Um, for sure. That's good. So, Yeah, we do want to connect with you on that avenue. I do have a question about the people because this is one question that comes up when I think of online training. Um, You know, like P90X was like a huge thing a couple years ago. You know, which I still think that that's awesome. (laughs) I mean, that guy, that guy, uh, trainer Tony, like he's hilarious. But anyway, yeah. So, who are the people in your classes who excel? What kind of lifestyle are the people who when at, you know, working out online, because it's not bad. It's just hard to stay consistent. So who are the ones who excel? It is hard to stay consistent. Um, and honestly, it's, we have a virtual group. That's like a private group on an app on your phone and you got to lean into it. You know, the people that succeed and the people that are consistent are the people that really lean into it and check into it every day. Okay. Look at the coaches post. They, follow the meal plan. It doesn't have to be followed to a T, but they, you know, pull recipes from it and they make their own food. And, um, you know, you really got to lean in and 
when you are, you really have no option but to show up for your workout and be prepared when it comes to meal planning. Um, it's, you know, yes, we have our virtual group, but if you're starting a workout regimen and you're doing it alone, I would say to, to not do it alone. That was not the best way to say that, but, um, get, get yourself an accountability partner, somebody that you can share your struggles with. Um, and you know, if that, again, anybody who's listening, if that's something you're craving, if you don't know where to start, like reach out to me, I'd be glad our group will welcome you with open arms for sure. I love it. Yes. We want to connect. How do we connect with you? Um, well, you can call me or you can find me on Instagram. It's, uh, the handle at, at a chill fit life. So AC Hill fit life. Yes. Or you can call me whatever. I've been taking kind of a break from social media. So I just check in every once in a while. So a phone or email might be a good uh, place. I don't know if you can like post it to the, to your podcast page or something. Uh, Yeah. In the description, it'll be down below in the description. So not a problem. Wherever you listen to this podcast, a link will be down below. And yeah, do you mind talking to us about how you put restrictions on? Wait, let me say it like this, that you've been intentional about your social media time. Walk us through that. Why have you been doing that? Well, that's a good question. Um, (laughs) I just, it just became so much, so, um, distracting for me, distracting, a distraction from my kids. Um, I have three, I have three young kids and they, you know, once they were out of their three day a week preschool with COVID, um, they were just, I mean, I have twins that are three and a half and then I have a baby and they just require a lot of attention and, um, social media, it was, it was becoming a distraction for me and I was spending way too much time just scrolling right. and, um, just, it just, I could just tell it was distracting me from God. It was distracting me from them. I just needed, I needed to take a break. Um, I mean, it's more than that. I was just like, I just need to, to recognize that and, and just take a minute to yes. be with my family. And I don't know. Yeah. That's good. So how, do, how did that look? Like how, so you're more intentional with your social media time. Did you do anything to limit that or did you just cut it out or how did you do that? Oh, I just deleted it from my phone, deleted Facebook and Instagram from my phone. So I still get on it on the computer occasionally okay. to check my messages and just kind of see what my, my friends are up to. Um, yes. But I, I don't have it on my phone so that I'm not tempted to push the push the button, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So is life better that it's on your laptop than not on your phone or like help us out with that? What's life like? It is for me. It is for me. And I mean, I know for some people it's not a problem at all. You know, it doesn't distract them and they can really control it. But, um, for me, it has made a huge difference and it's just been a little bit freeing. Um, I mean, I, I, I really, I, I recommend, if, if social media is something that you feel is taking your attention and it's not a, not a great thing for you, um, right. just delete it off your phone. You still have the computer you can go back to. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, my thing is mindlessly scrolling. Once I hit yeah. that point of in my day where I'm mindlessly scrolling and I, I'm going back to the word intentional because you had the way you say it is like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be intentional when I work out. I need to be intentional when I eat. I need to be intentional where my mind goes. Like social media, just that mindless scrolling is not good. It's, I'm not being intentional. So 
there was this podcast, Annie F. Downs. She's awesome. Do you listen to her podcast? It's so good. I do. I, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. It's so good. Well, she had Beth Moore on and Beth Moore is a firecracker for Jesus. Okay. She oh, says, she, she gave social media advice. Y'all, you got to look it up. It's the funniest thing ever because her accent and just how she loves the Lord. It's like, it's wisdom. It's a Southern wisdom gospel. Let's just put it like that. She is so funny. She is so funny. And she's like, make time in your day for social media. So I thought that was interesting. It's like, yeah, I make time for work every day. I have, if I, when I'm working, I'm on maternity leave right now, but when I'm working, I'm working from nine to five. That's when I'm clocking in. So I'm like, yeah, clocking in for that. So like when I do social media, I'm going to clock in for that. And that's how she explained it, which I love that because it's like, no, I'm going to be intentional. I do like to get on social media and see what my friends are up to and respond to anybody who's reached out or whatever. Um, messaging is different. Like me- messenger is different. You know, I treat that like a yeah. text message. I don't know. I should yeah. probably treat it like Beth Moore is saying, but I don't know. I'm learning. No, I still have Facebook messenger on my phone and that's, that's like a, you know, a mess. Yeah. That's like a text okay. message. Um, yeah. that's really good. Just right. Like, setting that time aside. Like I'm going to be intentional about connecting with people online right now from this not... time to this time. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then when it's over, like work, you're done, you shut it off. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was so good. Like this woman, I don't good. know how old Beth Moore is, but I think she's, I would expect her to be a little bit older than my mother. And I would never take social media advice from my mom. I just wouldn't. And she's older yeah. than my mom. And I'm like, you're right, Beth Moore. You're right. Like I'm going to yeah. do that today. <laughs> so right. anyway, I don't know how that looks like for y'all who are listening, but, um, maybe, uh, maybe social media is an idol. Maybe working out is an idol. Maybe what you eat is an idol. But, um, if we can just take control of that, because God gives us the spirit of self-control, like those are one mm-hmm. of the things that we get from the fruits of the spirit. We get love, joy, peace, uh, patience, for, okay, wait, forbearance is patience, but you know what I mean? Patience, uh, self-control. And so I hope I didn't miss one there. Kindness. Yes. Kindness. Goodness. That's the kindness and goodness. Gentleness. Did yes. you say gentleness? <laughs> I don't think so, but that one is really hard lately. Gentleness, because I've been trying to be intentional with how I talk and gentle. When I talk, I want to be gentle when I talk. And with two kids here at the house, you know, one's a toddler, like what you were saying, it's like, so hard to be like intentional, but I want to be gentle when I talk with him about all things, <laughs> including yeah. his spaghetti that he loves to put all over the place. But yes, that yes. is, that's the one that I need to remember most. But anyway, let's go back to working out if you don't mind, because I love where you were taking us with things that we can do day to day and things that we can practice today. So is there anything else that comes to mind? I love how you're like, Hey, let's take three days a week and let's go walk. Or maybe for some people that is jog who, uh, you know, aren't breathing very heavy or can talk on the phone for, you know, 12 to 20 minutes at whatever pace they're at. So what else do you yeah. have? For us? I was going to make a quick little video for you guys. Just a quick, oh, yeah. um, workout video. If you guys want to, um, just, if you're like, what do I do? I need to move my body, but I don't know what to do. Um, just like a quick 10 minute thing to do. Um, you know, if, if you're just trying to kind of maintain what you have and you're just trying to be healthy, you're not really trying to like 
make a huge change or make huge strides. You just want to be healthy like this type of workouts, just your body um, would be a good one to just kind of do. That's great. Four days a week, just do something, you know, to move your body. Um, And if, if, if exercise, if you're one of those people that exercise is like daunting to you or seems like a chore, seems like you have to do, I really want to speak against that. And I really want people to change their mindset and think of movement, think of exercise um, as a gift from God. Um, like we don't, he didn't have to give us the ability to move. He didn't have to give us bones and joints and muscles that work together beautifully, but he did. And that's a a gift of grace from him. Um, it's not something we deserve. And if we think of it that way and we think of it like, okay, my exercise is a form of worship and thankfulness to God. Like I need to do that. If we switched our mindset to think of it as something we get to do, like we get to move, we get to stretch, we get to walk, we get to run. Um, we, I, I, I feel like if people did that, they would be more likely to, to do it and then see the benefits of it. I mean, we all know we've seen the benefits of working out with physical, but there's mental benefits and spiritual benefits. And, that's not a coincidence. You know, God created our bodies to work physically and mentally and spiritually together when they're taken care of properly. That's good. That's good. When they're taken care of properly. I hope that encourages somebody to, you know, like, okay, I don't have to think of exercises like, oh, I have to be perfect at it, or I have to have the perfect body, or I have to be the fastest or lift the most weight. Like you don't. Um, But your body is a temple and God created it and gave you the ability to move it. So let's do that for him, you know? Yes. Like listen to the worship music when you're running, like listen to good things, put whatever is in your head and in, um, in your ears, prompt the jams for Jesus and go out there and serve him in your working out. That is so good. Your body is a temple and you're doing your workout for Jesus. Make it a form of worship. Make your workout a form yes. of worship. Man, and yeah, earlier that you watched your parents work out too. So that that's neat. Like that's what kind of carried you into working out. How did they work out in front of you to where you saw it and said, That's good? Well, you know, honestly, my mom my mom doesn't really like to work out, but she knows it's something she needs to do. My dad is more like me. He's like a go-getter. Um, and he'll just like, I mean, work out. <laughs> he works out a lot. Um, and so he pushes my mom and, and she did it and she does it. Um, and they, I mean, we just, we had a gym membership. We would go to the gym. Um, I would see them work out. We all did sports and it was just something we, we had to do. We did it, you know, and we had yes. fun doing it. I mean, sun, like Sundays, I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina and, um, Sundays after church, we would instead, we, we, often didn't go like to a sit down restaurant. We would take a picnic and go hike a mountain and, Oh, that's so um, good. You know, do something active, do something, um, just to get our heart rates up and move our bodies. So, um, it's just a priority in our family and it's a priority in mine. And I know, I, I mean, I don't know if there's a lot of like young moms listening, but, yes. um, a, a lot of my clients are young moms. Um, and, I mean, I work out with my kids running around like a lot of moms will be like, Oh, I can't my kids, you know, it's like, but you, but you can, and you're modeling, you know, good 
healthy behaviors in front of your kids. And that's a good thing. I mean, yeah, my kids are fighting and like my workout, I have to pause it like five times, but I still do it and I still move and I still make it a priority. And that's not every day. You know, some days I'll wake up before them and do it, but some days I'll do it with them running around and like, you know, they've torn all their clothes off the hangers in their closet, but I got my workout in and exactly I'll clean that up. It's not a big deal to me, you know? Right. Um, it's just a priority. It is a non-negotiable in my day. I'm going to do it. That's good. And how long do you do that? Like that workout, do you keep it to the 12 to 20 minutes or how long do you like set aside time? Kind of like we were talking about with social media, how you like set time to do that. How do you do that in your schedule? Well, me personally, I am working through programs right now. Um, the program I'm doing right now is the, one of the online programs and it's 45 minutes a day, which is kind of on the longer end of our online programs. Um, I've done ones that are 20, 30 minutes. Um, but I also have a goal that I've had all, all year of, um, an average running an average of a mile a day. Um, and I've kept up with that all year, which I'm pretty proud of myself for. That's good. (laughs) Yes. Um, But it's like, you know, it's not much. It takes, it doesn't take long at all to just go run a mile. And, um, it helps me reach my step goal, 10,000 steps every day. I have that as a goal. Um, and if I miss a day, then I just run two miles the next day. And you know, that's not that hard. So that's me personally, what I do. And usually I'll do my, my workout video and then I'll go on my mile, like with the kids or sometimes I'm walking it. I'm not always running it. So, um, that's what I'm doing personally. I'm also a coach at Orange Theory Fitness. Yes. And so occasionally I'll go hop in and take a class there because I love that workout. It's so fun. And so, I mean, so Orange good. Theory, like you guys get the jams pumping. I mean, COVID-19. <laughs> so some people are concerned about people next to them, but some people aren't, you know, some people are going to go to the gym and, and man, yeah. the endorphins that fly in there are in Insane. Like what yes. you were saying, God gives you those for a reason. You know, when you get yeah. that momentum going, uh, something I love is when you run, you get the thing called the runner's high, you know, when you're going and you're just like, yeah, this is great. This is hurting my body, but not hurting in a bad way, hurting in a positive way. Uh, but right. yeah, just like, <laughs> this is so great. You know, something I heard the other day, which is like, uh, I think Christine Kane said it, but uh, there was a quote, I guess she saw it on a t-shirt or something, but no one has drowned in their own sweat. You know? There you go. It's like, you know what? We need yes. to work. Like the Lord made us to be workers. So we need to work. Uh, it's just how we do it. We need to do it for the glory of God. And, and how, and when you were talking about your body as a temple, after I had Rhett, who's our youngest son, I had him about two months ago and I have around 30 pounds to lose to get back to my former weight, like my normal average mm-hmm. healthy weight. And mm-hmm. another girlfriend, she is in a similar boat, recently had a baby, has about 30 pounds to lose. And um, her and I were talking about it. And I was telling her, I weigh, and I'm just gonna, I'm going to be authentic right now in this podcast, because I think I pray that this conversation is for the glory of God and for you know, whatever we say to give praise and honor and glory to him and to help someone who's listening where they're at to turn from their thoughts and their fears and anxieties and say, Oh no, you know, I'm not alone. People who love the Lord, uh, they're going through the same thing or they're struggling to or whatever. But all that to say, um, I told her, I'm like, I weigh more than my husband does. And I was just like, so defeated when I told her that, because I'm just like, 
I don't know if I've ever weighed more than him. And I mean, when mm. I was pregnant, I did, but that's an excuse. Like you're, that's two people. And in, in my opinion, I mean, I was like, I can, right. Right. I can have grace with myself, but now that the baby's yeah. out and it's been two months, it's like, wait a minute, I weigh more than my spouse. And, and that hurts on a level that you just can't comprehend because it's not an easy, it's not a quick fix. It's one of those things where no. I have to make a life change now. And so she texted me a scripture and I want to share it with you guys, because this is what you've been saying the entire podcast and the entire message. And this is a sensitive subject to a lot of women. And we, and like yeah. Allie and I have both said, this is something that is a big deal to both of us. Um, first Corinthians six, 19 through 20, it says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy spirit who is in you? whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore honor mm -hmm. God with your bodies. Like the Lord died on a cross for our sins. Okay. Like yeah. he, we were bought for a price. Like as a mm -hmm. Ephesians four one, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Like God has paid a price for your body. He has paid a price for you and therefore we are to honor him with our bodies. And so it's not a quick fix. It's not something that you just jump on the scale one day and you jump on the scale the next day and you're five pounds lighter. Like that's not how it works. We're going to honor God no. with our bodies. And like you were saying, we're going to be intentional in our day to day with what we eat, with what we, how we exercise, how we make time in our schedule to exercise and whatever that looks like for you, it's going to be different for everyone. Like what, from what Ali was yeah. saying, um, but you were bought with a price. And so now we have to honor God with our bodies. And so just what you said, it's going to take hard work. Like Hebrews 12, 11, that was actually shared on one of our other pro uh, podcasts. And it's talking about that. It doesn't start off being easy that it's, you know, it takes work. It, Hebrews 12, 11, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful, but later yes. it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So like we talked about this in our financial podcast, uh, but it's the same thing with our physical fitness. So I do want to ask about the verse. That's a big thing. Like what verse has been helping you out with this season of your life? Um, yeah, uh, it, it doesn't have anything to do with fitness, um, really, but this season of life, um, the Psalm 102, 25 through 27, um, okay. it says in the beginning, in the beginning, you laid the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain. They all, they will all wear out like a garment, like clothing. You will change them and they will be discarded, but you remain the same. Um, so just knowing that like, I mean, everything in our world is a little bit crazy and a little bit like unsettling. Like if I could yes. like have one word for this year, it's like, blah, you yeah. know, and like all these changes we can't control, but God still is the same. Like God is the same God and he is our mighty creator. Um, I'm reading through a book called praying the names of God and Elohim is one of the names of God. It means mighty creator. Mm. And I've just been praying that name. Um, and it's just really helped me have comfort to know that like God is bigger than coronavirus. God yes. is bigger than, um, 
you know, the struggles that we're going through and he's mightier than that. He is, he created all of it. He created our bodies. He's mighty over them. Um, he's mighty and powerful over every circumstance. And so we can just rest in that. And that's, I guess that's, that's the verse that has been kind of carrying me through lately. That's good. Hey girl, that has to do with working out. Talking about a mighty God. He is a mighty God. He's got the biggest biceps right. in the world. <laughs> He's got the <laughs> best looking right. biceps, but anyway, that's right. Oh, I've loved this conversation and I do want people to be able to connect with you. So I know you said it before, but let's say it again for people who uh, weren't able to do it earlier. So how can we connect with you again? Um, you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at H Hill Fit Life. It's A C Hill Fit Life. Okay. Um, you can find me there or um Ricky's gonna put my phone number, my email in the or my email in the um section underneath the podcast so you can reach out to me on phone um or email. If you live in Pensacola, you can come try out Orange Theory. Um your first class is free. I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings and Saturdays. Oh, so, that's good. The first class is free. Okay. Yeah, your first class is free. <laughs> yes. And no one ever drowned in sweat. So we're going to go. That's right. We're going to do it. And Let's... we're wearing masks and we, okay. we're staying six feet apart. It is like cleaner than my house there. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tell, talk to me about that real quick. So what's it like working out a gym? I haven't been. I think, I mean, I don't know what it's like to work at like a YMCA or something right now. I mean, I've spent years working in those places, but, um, haven't worked there since I had my twins. The Orange Theory has been the only gym that I've actually worked at. Um, and we, I mean, keep it, we are keeping the place spotless and clean, sanitize everything in between classes. And it's a group class every time. And so we, we took away half of the stations basically. So you're staying, um, six feet, at least over six feet from the person wow. next to you. Um, and the coach wears a mask. Uh, the, the people working out don't have to wear masks. You can okay. if you want. Um, but it's, it's definitely different. It's a, <laughs> but, but we're making it work and people are still showing up and doing their workout and, you That's know, good. people, people need that. People need that, especially right now where we're kind of stuck inside and things just seem a little, blech, I know, know? Like I know. You gotta get your movement in to release those endorphins and, exactly. you know, boost your mood. Yeah. My grandmother, she was like, Ricky, you got to be careful how you talk to people right now because everybody's like super sensitive. Like that's what she was yeah. saying. Like yeah. I'm super sensitive. Okay. Right now. And she's like, you just gotta like in conversation with anybody. Cause you don't know what people are going through. My grandma was just encouraging me. I don't even know what we were talking about. She just got on a roll and she's just like, just when you talk to even your spouse or your kids or like people out there in the world, you know, who you work with, or maybe they're a customer, just like chill out and conversation with them because, oh man, everybody is just looking for normalcy, you know, but Hey, normal yeah. things found in God's word. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoo, thank you, Jesus. True. Very true. <laughs> but I think, you know, like Jason and I, my husband and I were talking the other day and just like, it sounds so simple, but like, we really need to just be lifting each other up. You know, yes. we could tear people down you could disagree with, you know, the way I fix my hair, but right. who cares, you know, there's nothing yes. like just lift, just lift each other up, you know, the best way that you can, any way that you can. And, you know, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it, you know, that kind of thing. Right. 
just, everybody is very emotional right now and it's a hard time and it's a sensitive time and we really just need to be lifting each other up. That's so good. Yes. In speech and life, all the things. Oh, this is good, girl. This is good. Oh yeah. I was just looking up a Bible verse, um, about, about lifting each other up and building each other up. And it's first, first Thessalonians 5.11, therefore encourage one another and build up one another just as also you are doing. So we're walking the walk, we're talking the talk, and we're going to build up people around us. And then we just spread it, you know, do, 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 do. That's right. Oh, that's That's right. I was just going to add one, end on one Bible verse that, um, just about exercise and nutrition. First Corinthians 10.31, just a simple one. Um, I mean, simple as in short. Yes. <laughs> so what, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Um, so just like keep in mind that we, we don't exercise and keep up with our nutrition to hoard all the benefits to ourselves. Mm. Um, we do it so that we can have energy and strength to pour out to others and take care of our family. Like think of your exercise and your nutrition as you filling up your cup so that you can pour out to other people. That's good. Oh, that's so good. Yes. I love it, Allie. Thank you so much for your time. We are so encouraged. We're going to follow you on Instagram. We're going to connect with you. You do the online training at home. So mamas, if you don't feel like going to the gym or you're like nervous about it, you know, hey, that's okay to feel like that. Allie's got some workouts online and she said she's going to share with us a video. So we'll post that on the Broadcast is Love Instagram. We'll put it up on the YouTube channel. We're trying to get with it with the social media, okay? The Instagram is just, I mean, I got to put time to it and then I got to get off because life, you know, we want to connect. We want to stay with it. It's a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot of time too. It does. Yes. And you can get down that rabbit hole real quick. Oh yeah. And no, I don't want to be unintentionally scrolling. I want to be intentional like my girl, Allie Hill. Intentional. I love it. Allie, uh, just say I'm definitely not perfect at it. But again, it's not perfect. It's, It's intention. Just you know, striving to just be intentional about everything. Everything. That's good. Well, I always in every podcast and I just end it with this prayer and say, in Jesus name, I pray we decrease and you increase in our lives. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. I love Allie's passion for working out and just her authenticity about, hey, The way you look at your body is not how God sees your body. Maybe you're being really hard on yourself right now. Don't, don't make your body a temple for the Lord. And if we're serving God and worshiping him while we're exercising, while we're preparing that meal for our family or for our spouse or for ourselves tonight, whatever we are eating, whatever we are consuming, I pray in Jesus name that is a service to the Lord that we are taking seriously the fact that our bodies are a temple and we are just worshiping the Lord in that, in who we are and who he's created us to be because we are made in his image and that is a high calling, man. That's awesome. We should be pumped up about that. Well, I do want to tell you guys this verse, Proverbs 13, 20. It says, spend time with the wise and you will become wise. Pretty simple. I love Proverbs. They have these little simple, you know, wise statements, wise verses. I'll read it again. Spend time with the wise and you will become wise. And a goal of this podcast is to get people to you who are walking with the Lord. Okay. They're, they're walking with the Lord. The people who are on this podcast love Jesus. Okay. We're not perfect by any means. 
And so in these last four episodes on Broadcast is Love, Bettering Women from God's Word, we have been striving to bring you people who are loving God in their profession and seeking God in their profession. That's what this podcast is all about. Broadcast God's love, no matter your position. I pray in Jesus' name that we are doing the hard work and being humble and being meek. Andy Stanley says, meek is the new black. And I love that line because it's like, you know, we don't need to be boasting on the top of the roof what we're up to. We need to be following God. We need to be following his dream for our life, not our dreams for our life. Spend time with the wise and you will become wise. Proverbs 13, 20. I want to walk with the wise. I want to walk with the people hand in hand, arm in arm that are struggling, but they're seeking God for their strength. Deuteronomy 6, 5 says, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. So what is your posture today in your walk with the Lord? Where is your heart with him? Where is your soul with him? Where is your strength? And so today I challenge you to go on a walk. I challenge you to make time to worship with the Lord in your exercise. And these next few weeks, I've got some exciting news, you guys. We've got three special guests. We've got Jordan McKinney coming up next. And then we've got Jen Bish the next week. And then we've got my friend Meg McNamara the following week. And we are diving deep to talk about where God has us in our faith. We're talking about leaps of faith. We know from God's word that we may not see what God has planned for us, but thank God we have him to trust in. We know from Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Don't worry about what you don't know in the future. Trust God and lean into him because it's by grace you have been saved through faith. Thank God we are where we are today with Jesus. Ephesians 2.8, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Thank God that we have him to lean on because it is not by our works. It is not us. It is not I. It is Jesus Christ and he is paving the way. But are we trusting in him? Are we leaning on him? And are we changing our posture to believe that he can do it? Faith is believing without seeing. Faith is not knowing what the future is, but surrendering that to God and believing that he will take care of us. Do you believe that God has goodness for you? but it takes leaning into him and making changes in our everyday life. Lord, let us broadcast your love. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. When you leave us a review, it helps get the podcast out there so more people can hear it. If you would like to share this podcast, it would be a great help to us. We appreciate you and also know that there is a bonus on the Instagram of Broadcast is Love, a video from our personal trainer. Yes, you have a personal trainer and her name is Allie Hill. So go on to our Instagram and our YouTube channel and you can check out the quick video, the quick workout from Allie Hill. And let's worship the Lord while we work out. 
He gave us this body. It is a temple and we are made in his image. Thank you, Jesus. You all have a great week and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening.